Welcome to The Bachelor Breakdown, where we break down the game of life. Especially the games that men play. I'm your girl, Erica. I'm Ashley. Let's break it down. Today, we're going to be discussing men that want the ring back. What? Child, I can't. Like, this is, okay, here's the thing. This is what you can't make up about men. Yes. They hit you with this play. They mm-hmm. ask you to marry them. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, nine times out of ten, they mess up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the engagement gets called off, and then they want the ring back. They want the why? Ring why? Back. Why? Why? Huh. Why? I would never. I, I would what? never. Yeah. Well, this is my opinion. This is my opinion on this. Okay. I feel whoever did wrong, because sometimes no one does anything wrong, right. and you cool. just decide it's not for us, and you. I think whoever did wrong gets to keep the ring, right? So if she cheats on him or something happens that, you know, then she should give it back 100%. If he does something, I think she should be able to keep that. Um, But ultimately, I feel the dude should get the ring back. Just because for me, I don't want anything from Mm. you Mm. all back. I am not stuck on you, mm. right? I have no emotional connection to you. I do not need to pawn it. I don't need to do anything. I don't want anything to do with you or anything that you gave me or anything that symbolized your fake commitment. <laughs> Bye-bye. Take it. That's my opinion. Okay. Well, we differ on this. Okay. All right. Because I feel like if it was given to me, mm-hmm. right, the intention was we're going to get married whatever. I feel like anything that was given to you in a relationship is Mm -hmm. yours to keep and to decide and determine what you want to do with on your own. Like, Mm -hmm. so the ring, I'm not giving you your ring back. Sorry. I'm I'm not going to do it because I feel like it's mine. Mm -hmm. Once, once it changes possession, once Mm -hmm. you give me something, it's mine. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what what happens in relationships Mm -hmm. is that when things are fine and you're in love and you're celebrating things or a man wants to be kind or a woman wants to be kind Mm -hmm. and you gift someone something, it's theirs. But a lot of times people think I'm give you this as long. It's conditional, right? I'm going to give you this as long as we're together, but none Mm -hmm. of that is communicated. Mm -hmm. So if, if this is only mine while we're together, it's not truly a gift. Mm-hmm. But what if the other person does the person wrong? Because now you have women that are also, you know, proposing. So for me, if I propose, I don't know. Would you propose? That's another proposal. No, I would not. Okay. <laughs> because me, I'm someone, I think marriage is beautiful, but you know my opinion. I don't, I'm not someone who cares about getting married. Right. We yeah. could have a ceremony. I will wear a ring Thank proudly, but you. legally, I, I, I want to be in a relationship I feel where we're always going to want to show up as our best selves. And I think that sometimes when people get married, I think they get really uh, comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think also a lot of women, men and women get stuck with someone that they, as time changes, maybe they change or they didn't know them fully. And now you're stuck because it's not so easy to just say, let's break ties. Right. Now you're legally tied in. I don't want that. I want 
to be with you because I want to be with you 100% because I'm crazy about you because you're my best friend because you're my partner and I'm committed 100% to you because of you, not because of a piece of paper. Right. And if things change because things change, people change, I want us to have a clean slate. It's not working anymore. We cut ties. I don't want to go through paperwork. I don't want to go through legal stuff. Right. It is right. what it is. It's not working. But I will be your ride or die. I will be committed. That's but it. are you giving the gifts back? Well, <laughs> well, it depends. This is the thing. This is the thing, Ashley. Okay. It depends on the situation. Like if he was not doing well financially, I'd give it back, right? If I wasn't doing well financially, I'd keep it. I mean, I'm just saying stuff that people don't want to say. It's yeah, true. Yeah, it's yeah, true. It's true. You know, it's where true. I am now, you know, I'm great. So of course I'd give him back. I don't need something that you worked hard to get. And if it didn't work out with us, it's yours, buddy. Like, take it. It didn't work out. But if he cheated, if he hurt me, if he did something that betrayed my trust and the commitment that I gave him, mm-mm, this is collateral damage. So that's why I said it's case by case for me. Well, it's standard for me. I'm not giving you nothing back. I'm not giving you anything back, especially a ring. And I think it's very tacky for men to ask for a ring back. And I know people are going to hear this and be like, you're just, I'm going to be all type of names, baby, but you know what it is, what it is. Listen, I think it's very tacky for men to ask the ring back for a ring back because it's like Jay-Z said, if you can't afford to buy it twice, you can't afford it. Oh, that was so good. Jay-Z said that, baby. Jay-Z let us know. If you cannot afford to buy it twice, you can't afford it. You shouldn't be buying it. And anything that changes possession is is no longer yours. And I think people have this delusional expectation that as long as it goes with conditions, it's conditional love. As long as we're in a relationship, as long as we're in love, as long as you are giving me what I need, you can mm-hmm. have these things. But mm-hmm. as soon as you don't, I want my stuff back. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen it play out plenty of times in the media with celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think recently Ben Simmons wanted his million dollar engagement ring back that he you know, gave to his Fiance. Why would you do a million dollars? I don't care how much I don't money. Care how much money? Uh uh-uh. uh. That to me is just silly. It's like, silly. who wants to walk around like this all day? And it- hey, girls. <laughs> you, you're a target. You look silly. You're a target and you can't end up wearing it. And I even know people yeah. that have real million dollar rings yes. that wear, that get fake ones, like replicas made. Just for that reason. So it's like, why why are we, Why do you have something you can't wear? But then they're going to shoot you for the fake. For the fake, yeah. It's not worth it. I don't I mean, I just don't know. Like, if you can't afford to buy it twice, you shouldn't, you shouldn't buy it, one. And two, nine times out of ten, he was probably the reason why the engagement is not, not going to evolve into a marriage. Let the girl keep I mean, it away. That's true. I'm not pointing fingers, but, I mean, I'm hearing some stories about women are, women are, are wilding out too now these days. Oh, these girls out here, honey, the, the city girls got them going. Oh they got God. them going. They got them living their best life. I mean, I've met guys, I actually like don't date at all. Um, I probably should. But uh, <laughs> when I was dating, which was not often, I'd meet these guys that came with so much like, not baggage, but like 
they were um, very sensitive because they had been in situations that we as women talk about. They really? Been in situations with females. Um, and I have friends that are currently dating. They tell me all these stories about these great guys who met these women who cheated on them. And now they're the single dad paying really? her alimony while she's with the new dude. I hear it all the time. So I'm just saying, unfortunately, both parties are not doing what they should. Well, not all. Yeah. I, I agree. And in that, like, in that case, he should get his stuff back. In that case. Yeah. I, okay. I do believe that. So if, if whoever is at fault. Exactly. Should have to uh, bear the burden of losing 100%. their stuff. Yeah. Because there's a lot I, of good I, guys I, I agree. There. Just, you know? I agree. And I, but I have a different perspective on, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I know. I, maybe I do know some women who, who are here a while now um, in, in their marriage. But I feel like my experience was different. Let's <laughs> not mm-hmm. say that. My yeah. experience was very different. And I was never married, but I was engaged. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I met my ex when I was 17 and he was 18. So before he had anything, before I had anything, like we were creating this life together. Mm-hmm. And I know like I ultimately sacrificed my career, my earning potential, like opportunities for myself for this relationship. And we were never married. So there was no guarantee of like financial security for me and my kids. Like never. I was just out here rolling the dice, believing in love. That's hard. That's um, hard. But I've, I'm also very, I'm very, I'll say I'm very smart, right? Mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't married. I knew that if shit hit the fan and it all went down, like, I was really like risking my well-being and ability to able, you know, my ability to meet my safety needs and security needs. So one thing about my ex that I will give him a lot of credit for was mm-hmm. the fact that he respected me enough to put any gift in my name. That's great. For yeah. example, and I always like that is one thing I advocated for. Like if he bought me a car, mm-hmm. I need that car to be in my name. Like, but you were smart. A lot of women don't even think about a that. A lot of women don't. And I feel like a lot of women get the the bad end of the deal because they don't advocate for themselves and they don't create, um, I guess, certain boundaries in their relationship. And I think it, it goes hand in hand. Like I met my ex when he had nothing and I had nothing. We were young. We were teenagers. So he knew like I wasn't in the relationship for any material things. However, if you buy me some, he he was also a little controlling and um, needed needed to be the the more powerful partner. Um, but he did respect the fact that when I said, "If you buy me a car, please put it in my name," and he did, so it was my asset. And when we were engaged, my ring got stolen. In yes, my ring was stolen, and of course, being responsible financially, there was insurance on the ring. And when he got the insurance payout, he gave me half. Mostly, I think because of guilt. He knew 
he had asked me to marry him to be a placeholder in his life. And I didn't know this at the time. Like I thought we would get. What do you mean by placeholder? He knew he didn't want to lose me. Mm. And he knew coming into the relationship, like I've always been very like vocal and transparent about what I wanted. And entering into a relationship at 17 and 18, I said oh, to him. Wow, you guys were that young? We were that young. I was 17. He was 18. I said to him, like, I want to be married before I have children. I okay. don't want to raise children um, without that commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he knew how intelligent I was. Like, I wanted to be a doctor. All of the things. So he, he I communicated with him yeah. very openly. Like, this is this is where I see myself. Yeah. And he convinced me to have our first child before we were married. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Compromise, right? Mm-hmm. Which you should never do. You should never compromise about children ever. Yeah. But because I didn't know any better, I was young. You were just in love and young. I was young. I was 20 years old. Fine. I believe mm-hmm. I had no reason not to believe him. Yeah. So we had our first child and then we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And then we had our second child because then his reasoning was, well, we're engaged. We're going to get married. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's been so long since we've had mm-hmm. our child. Like they're four years apart. They're going to be four years apart. Like we need to have another one. Like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Well, we were engaged at that point. But mm-hmm. I think he, he knew what he wanted. Yeah. He knew what I, what my non-negotiables were. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he ever had any intention on being married, whether it was to me or anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I think he pacified me with an engagement ring to get what he wanted and to keep me. Rather than just being honest with you. Rather than just honest. being honest. Like rather than I wish she would have just said, yo, I don't want to get married. No, we yeah. can be together, but I never want to get married. And honestly, I'm sure you would have him just being honest with you because not everyone wants marriage. I know you, if you're committed in love, you would have said, well, okay, how do we make this work? Right? Right. For both of us. Exactly. You just want the honesty. Just, we needed a little bit of, we just needed a little bit of honesty, but instead of being honest, he gave me a ring to pacify me and to keep it going. Right? Um, So when the ring was stolen, I think it was a little bit of guilt on his part, like, uh, I'm never going to marry this girl. Let mm-hmm. me just, you know, I'm going to give a half of this, of what the ring was, of what the insurance policy was. Okay, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. So he did. So Most the, guys wouldn't. So that's Most guys, you know, most guys the wouldn't. Guilt, they wouldn't do it. But that's why I feel like, I do <laughs> have to give my, my ex some credit. That's why I feel like um, that the, the guilt that he had for what he mm-hmm. knew he was doing and I didn't know what he was doing kicked mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Cause he really couldn't, that's how he showed like love, like, you know, like makeup gifts and mm-hmm. uh, you know, when people feel guilty, they, they give, they give to you in ways that they own, that they know how. Yeah. So that's what I'd say. But all that to say, mm-hmm. you can never be really compensated for, your invest for what you invest in relationships and i feel like people don't value Mm -hmm. the sacrifice and the compromise and the lost opportunities people think especially as a female this is another uh, you know episode you know and that's why i'm single today and it's hard for me to say i want to get back out there because i've had relationships where so much time was lost and as a female you have that clock ticking Mm -hmm. 
that the men don't have. And so when you waste my time and you're not intentional with me, you really put me in a bad position as a female that I can't control. Yeah. You know, and that's why I don't care what kind of relationship you are in. I don't care, you know, whether it's female, female, man, man, men and female, be intentional with your partner. Yes. Be intentional, be honest, have those tough conversations. It's not only about respecting them. It's about respecting yourself. Absolutely. That is the number one thing you have got to do. And the thing is I've met guys and dated guys in the past that were very much so upfront about I'm a bachelor. Mm. I have no interest right now. I just want to have fun. Mm. You know, I just want to go out and have fun, make friends, you know, do whatever. They were so intentional about where they were in their lives. And even though it wasn't going to work out long term, I respected them so much. And we can still talk today and have conversations. And it was probably fun. Like It was so fun. fun. Because he put his cards out on the plate. He wasn't trying to trick me that this guy could be a potential partner for me that's ready to settle down, not necessarily marriage, but wants to be 100% committed together. He was saying, hey, I'm looking to have fun. So guess what? I respected them so much more because they were intentional. They didn't waste my time. And that's what I'm like. If we're, if you, if you have been in, and because here's the thing, a lot of people that share with me, a lot of people that I know, they weren't engaged for, they didn't meet a man and a year later they are engaged and a year later they're married. No, they met a man and they were probably together for four or five, six years. Then they got engaged and they stayed engaged for another, I don't know, two, three, four years. So at this point, you're ten year, almost 10 years into a relationship and the engagement gets called off and he wants the ring back. No, 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 no. In those situations, damage no. at this point. A hundred percent. No, no, I agree. I agree. And no, because here, I feel like relationships bankrupt women in more ways than God, they bankrupt so many ways. men. So energetically, like you said, losing your time, like we don't, all the things that are intangible and valuable that men don't value are important to women. Like, 100%. And when you lose that, it's like, no, money doesn't make up for it. No. But divorce, people, everybody thinks like, because they hear these stories of like Jeff Bezos and these extremely wealthy men who get divorced and have to pay their spouses, you know, settlements of like that are just ridiculous. Everyone thinks like that has created delusion in people's mind where people think when you get divorced, women get the money. No. Oh no. Oh no. Divorce bankrupts women. Like gosh. There and there's and now the dynamic is changing too. I have several friends that are the breadwinners. Okay. Because I'm I don't mean this in a mean way. I think men today are not, basically, I'm not settling. And even though I say I'm not open to marriage, if it was the right guy and it meant a lot to him, I would. But until I meet someone like my dad, that is a ride or die, provider for his family, emotionally, everything, it's not worth it for me. And what they don't understand I'm kind of losing my train of thought here real quick. Uh, what were we saying? I'm losing it because I was so passionate. I like blacked out. Wait, what was what were we saying, Ashley? Uh, how marriage bankrupts women. Okay, that's my thing. That's what I'm saying. So it bankrupts us, right? Because of the time and stuff. So 
what that you know i've lost my thing again i'm gonna come back to it i'm gonna let you go because i lost it because i was so passionate like i said i blacked out it just like we women lose out so much and because we live in a a a male dominated society and that's what i was gonna say i don't mean to but i'm gonna lose it if i don't say it so the thing is this it's like this okay dynamics between men and women have changed yes the men today are not they're not they're not our fathers i'm just I don't mean that in a mean way, but they are not, okay? They want this, we both contribute. I'm fine with that, but they want this, we both contribute, you know, I can stay home with the kids, this and that, all that kind of stuff. It's a little different. And that's fine. If there's a, there, I have friends that are like, no, I want to be out in the streets making the money, being the breadwinner. That works for them. And he's someone who's very much so like, I'm, totally fine letting my wife be the badass i'll take care of the home i think that's beautiful when they're both on the same page right but i have so many friends that got involved with these guys and these guys now have them paying alimony Mm -hmm. one friend they have two kids she's paying child support and alimony to her ex I don't know. I don't, I don't know because I feel I'm like not for it. Yeah. I just, I don't want to say like women shouldn't have to pay anything. I, but I do want to, my perspective is case from, case from my own personal experience. It's like, I know what I sacrificed for my relationship. And That's I true. know like if, if it hadn't been there, I'd be fine. Like, I'd be fine. I'd be someone's anesthesiologist, baby, mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. my best life. Right. Um, <laughs> and I know what I can't get back. Like, I can't get back Maybe. the 18 years of my life. Mm-mm. And I can't walk into a, a corporation and say, hi, this is what I want to do. This is how much money I need to make to support myself and my children. Mm-hmm. No one is going to give me a position like that. No yeah. one. I can't go get it. And I can't get back my hips from when I was 25 <laughs> looking no. at me. No. And I even have a friend who is the director of admissions at a university. And she's like, you know what? I hate hiring stay at home moms because all, when they that. come back into the workforce, all they've missed so much like, um, Mm. adult conversation that all they want to do is talk and so there's this there is this barrier yes because there's this barrier to how do I get my life back after I've been in this role and Mm. and not only like dedicated my life to this relationship but also been somebody's basically domestic laborer for years Mm -hmm. and now that that relationship is ending there they're not placing it or he or she are not placing any value on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically fucked. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I have no assets. I have, mm-hmm. I can go and get a job, but it's not going to support me and my kids the same in the same way. And I know so many women who are like men, you know, women I actually heard this on the radio the other day. They were having this discussion. A woman said, once the relationship is over, women should just go back to their life before. Well, it's not that simple. I can't go back to my life before, but my life before it was just me. 
And my life before, like I, I have grown and evolved over these years, but I'll also miss out a lot of, on a lot of opportunity to grow in my career. So I can't go into the workforce in, in, in the position that I would like to be in where I should be because of the role I played in, in this family dynamic over the past 15, 18 years. Yeah. So I think it's hard for women, for, for women. Now, I don't know too many men that I don't have a lot of friends that take care of that have had that dynamic where the man has stayed it. home. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I know one woman who's a doctor that had that happen and she had to pay her husband alimony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I shouldn't say like, just cause they're a man, they shouldn't, you know, get the alimony. I'm just saying, once again, I'll preface this because people will be coming at us and having something to say, case by case. Case by case. Case by case. Because I'm sure there's men that were just as committed to the family and missed out on opportunities. And I hate to say this, but it's going to be easier for that man that missed those opportunities to get back out there in the grind. 100%. Woman. 100%. And that's just reality, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. Yeah. But I do believe that because we live in a male-dominated society, more people are um, willing to adopt the belief that women should just figure it out. Oh, 100%. And that men don't have to be responsible for their part Mm -hmm. in the um, unwinding of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. If a man leaves the relationship, the Mm -hmm. engagement the marriage because whatever reason, like he Mm -hmm. just wants to go have another family or he just wants to go live another life. Fine. But I don't necessarily believe that because you choose to go do something different Mm -hmm. that everybody's life has to change. And I know Mm -hmm. people are going to hear that and be like, you, you know, they have a lot to say about me after this one. Mm -hmm. Um, If you make a choice, you're, you are responsible for the choices you've made. 100%. But ultimately, our choices affect those around us. Everybody. And we have this individualized attitude that I can go do whatever I want. Yeah, you can. But you still have responsibilities. It's like you Uh have a child. You can't just walk up and leave that child. Mm -mm. You have responsibility. Mm -hmm. And And it's fine if you want to leave, if it's not working. But it's how you do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's how you do it. And they say... People, when you are getting divorced or ending mm-hmm. a relationship, you really find out who people are. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because they change. It's, it's like, that's why when you are starting a new relationship or entering or, or engaged or about to enter into a marriage, y'all really should have some tests and trials because you really find out who people are 100%. when they don't get their way or when money is involved. Mm-hmm. People will completely. They act completely different. Mm-hmm. 100%. And if we go to the scouting report, if we go to the stats on this issue, mm-hmm. <laughs> the issue of being, should you give the engagement ring back mm-hmm. if your engagement is ended, um, according to an article on eventsure.com, mm-hmm. research shows that there are over 115,000 weddings per day worldwide. Wow. The average engagement is 12 to 18 months. 
and about 20% of all weddings are called off after engagements. Wow. That's before they even get to the altar, 20%. 20%. And some of the reasons are uncertainty about the relationship, pressure to get married, unresolved issues, a cheating partner, um, decisions made in a rush, difference in opinions. Um, and most they say most women support giving the ring back. I would give it back. I, I don't want any, I, I don't want I don't want anything. Like I said, case by case. If he did case something by- bad, then I'm keeping it. But otherwise I'm I'm the type I'm like, I don't need you. I don't want you. Like go away. You know what I mean? I'm like, go away. But case by case. Case by case. I'm not I don't I'm not giving it back. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Once it changes possession, mm-hmm. it's mine. And I can, I can do with it what I want. <laughs> I feel like you I feel I totally understand that perspective. I really do. I really do. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, mm-hmm. again, it goes with conditions. What mm-hmm. was given? Was it given on the condition that anything in a relationship given on the condition that as long as we're together and we're happy mm-hmm. in your mind? Yeah, it's yours. Yeah. But as soon as you're not, then does it go back? And I think that a new way to approach relationships and engagements and even dating, if you're, if you're dating intentionally or seriously, is to have those conversations. Like make like have these conversations. Make like be honest, be transparent. And I think for a lot of women, we don't say like we just want to be desired. We want somebody to like us. We want somebody to love us. We want somebody to commit to us. So we ignore Mm -hmm. the responsibility of having these hard conversations. You know, we ignore the fact that no, we should be looking out for ourselves because we're probably like in life we have to look out for ourselves. We can't go with the flow or be agreeable. Or, and once again, that's the most important decision of your life. And what I always tell my girlfriends is I think marriage is beautiful. I think wanting marriage is beautiful. I get it. But don't wait for someone to choose you. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're also choosing. You know what I mean? I think like someone said in dating, guys are, you know, waiting for the girl to like give them the okay so that they can choose, you know. The girls kind of choose the guy when you're dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to long-term and like marriage, women, we wait for the men to choose us. Absolutely. And, and we try to be as agreeable right? and even as... Even when you know he's not worth it. Even, yeah. Because like <laughs> and the that's society's the pressure of all my friends are getting married and having babies and I'm not. And like, I just want someone to commit to me. I want to be married. Like women, we, we, we tie that with a lot of things like... We ignore a lot of red flags. Yeah. We don't have the hard conversations that we need to about like responsibilities in the relationship and what happens if it doesn't work out. Um, and, and I know women that have been a few days out from getting married and they haven't discussed the prenup and then a man hits them with, oh, I need you to sign this prenup. Mm. When that's a discussion that should be had when you get married. I mean, yeah. when you get engaged, when you get engaged, you should be having uh, discussions about a prenup. Smart. A I mean, woman needs know. a lawyer. A man needs a lawyer. Like 100%. you don't this because ultimately marriage is a contract. One hundred percent. It's a business deal, baby. And yeah. people don't want to acknowledge that they think you can just live off of love. No, not no. when the government is involved. Love. Does you not- need an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I have a girlfriend that you know rushed into the marriage. She was feeling older. Uh, you know, people were like this is what annoys me too. And this is another episode altogether, but, and I think we discussed this in one of our episodes already actually, which is, you know, 
as a woman at my age, people say, well, why is she single? Something, something must be wrong. With oh, yes. yes. I can tell you right now, there's nothing wrong with me. The problem with me is I'm too sane. I'm too <laughs> self-aware. I'm too aware of what I know is going to work for me and what I need to be fulfilled in a relationship. And until I get that, it's not worth it. No, no one is worth my peace. No. It's not, no. you know, but with that said, and I'm losing my thought again um, with this is that, you know, we need to stop putting ourselves in boxes mm-hmm. and having this herd mentality mm-hmm. that because everyone is getting married or we're at that age, we should no, you have to do what's best for you. You have to be on your time, you know, line. There's some people that, you know, I don't agree with this, but there's some people that say, I can't, I want to be married, but I don't want to be in a relationship where I can't seek other partners. Now me, I could never do it, but I know people that works for their relationship. Yeah. So what I'm saying is don't go by the mold, do what's best for you and find someone where you guys are on the same page. And then have those tough conversations, understand that things can change because I've had friends that because of their age, because they wanted kids, they rushed into something. Mm -hmm. They didn't know the person three years later, they're still finding, you know, little roly pillies coming up from under, you know, the wood Mm -hmm. beam that they didn't know was there. And now they have a kid with this person. Um, another woman I know, she married someone, didn't do a prenup or do her due diligence in there. And now she's paying off his, you know, a hundred something thousand dollars in student loans. Because when you marry someone, you take on their debt. So, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff that you have to really do your due diligence. It's like, I like to, I like to refer to it as reading the terms and conditions, like really reading the fine print, really knowing the person that you're being in a relationship with, or you're entering into a marriage with. Um, and discuss all the things. And I think a lot of women fear discussing all the things because they don't want to seem needy or um, difficult. And here's the thing. If someone, if you want to be with someone who thinks you're needy and difficult, who you have to shrink, who you have to ignore your needs for, what your values, your beliefs, what's important to you for, that's a red flag. It's not the right person for you. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And you will end up on the wrong side or the bad end of the business deal. Because again, marriage is a business deal. It's and, and you don't want to find out, you know, how uncompromising your partner is when mm. you're going through a divorce. Oh my gosh. No. Find out before. <laughs> no, no. And I always say, be willing to wait because when you're willing to wait for the right person, this is for men and women, because I've met a lot of great men where their lives were ruined yeah. by picking the wrong partner yeah. and that's vice versa. vice versa. And the thing is that you have to be willing to wait because I always say, Hey, you might be close to like 40 or close to 35 and you feel like, oh my God, everyone else is married and this and that. And people might be saying things, but guess what? I'd rather wait for the right person so that at 50 or 45, I'm not going through a divorce and then starting over. Starting over. Exactly. I'd rather wait maybe a couple more years to find my person and have them for the rest of my life to do life with, to have that friendship with, but I'm willing to wait because I have faith. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I trust myself and I have respect for myself. That's yeah. So here are three tips in our in-game adjustments for um, 
your relationships if you are newly engaged or almost to the altar. Three things you can do just to make sure that you are on the same page about rings and gifts and divisions of assets. Um, be honest. Discuss who gets what. If if the relationship ends, and I know people are like, you know, I hear always hear people say, I don't want to plan for a divorce. I just want to be married. Baby, you better have a plan. Because you don't want to find out in the end that you are shit out of luck. So make a plan. It's because it 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 is real. Like not everything lasts forever. Be real with yourself. Make a plan. Who gets what? Are the gifts conditional or unconditional? If we're together, these are my things. If this ends, these are these are not my things. These are your things. Be clear, be transparent. And anyone that you are entering into a relationship with should not have a problem having this discussion. Okay. Um, discuss recon- like how things will be reconciled, houses, kids, cars. Don't go with the flow. Entering into a marriage, enter into any contract. You if you wouldn't form a contract with your most mistrusted family member, um, if you wouldn't go with the flow with them, don't go with the flow with the person that you enter into. I know you think love is going to save you in the end, but it's not when it comes down to un- trying to unravel your life, right? Yep. You are not the same when the relationship ends. Yep. Uh, forever doesn't always apply. You mm-hmm. need to be responsible for your decision and make the most informed decision that you can in the beginning. Don't mm-hmm. go with the flow. So well said. It's all about it's all about communication, mm-hmm. having tough conversations, mm-hmm. and being prepared. Yeah, that's it. Yep, it's all about that accountability and, like you said, just communicating. And if you ain't giving nothing back, you just need to say, "I ain't giving nothing back," because that's right. what I'm saying. That's right. I'm saying. Do you right? <laughs> As we always like to say, as we wrap our shows, this has been good, you know, and and this is what I like about this episode is that this is for any, you know, relationship before you enter one, if you're thinking about it, if you're in the midst of it, you said it so well, you just have to communicate. You have to have those tough conversations. You have to have accountability. So with that, we're going to wrap this episode. This was so good. As always, we'll see you next time. Be you. Do you love you? Bye.